Corbett's Corner here on a Tuesday market. Just day after day. I'm not even caring anymore. It's like, you know, it's eventually going to go up. It's just like, how far could this keep going on the bottom? Everyone's getting crushed. Uh, We'll talk in the next uh, edition here, the May edition of Court Trades coming up next week with a special guest, Evan Scales, about how to kind of maneuver the market in these times. I mean, it's crazy. It's almost like basically as bad as coronavirus 2020 dip, uh, various different other dips, uh, insanity. So, but hey, as long as you're not taking credit out, uh, you know, it's fine. It's money you don't need right now. Um, All right. So a Corbett's Corner here, of course, winging it coming out on its usual date as, um, you know, we've got the Wednesday night, Thursday visual audience coming up um, usually. So that's good stuff. Um, Corbett's Corner here kind of doing the weekly update with the NBA NHL playoffs. Um, So kind of doing a little theme, uh, not copying, but of course, Colin Cowherd, the herd. I love what he does with where Colin was right, where Colin was wrong. Um, You know, just a great way to not many people in the industry do that is kind of keep themselves accountable and see what's going on from their predictions from last week. So that's what we're going to do starting in the NBA where I was wrong. Luca's playing out of his mind right now, extremely well. Uh, the Mavs are certainly making it a fight. I knew they would get one in Dallas. Uh, look, Dallas is a tough place to play. Mark Cuban gets that place going up. They've won titles. Uh, Luca's one of the best players on the planet, and uh, he's showing it. Uh, Chris Paul has the point guard nights, and then he's got nights where, and I can't really blame him. The officiating has been suspect in multiple sports. Um, but Chris Paul fouls out, you know, in a crucial game, pretty important game. And that was the key when he fouled out in game four. Uh, you know, I had a crazy same game parlay. Chris Paul is diamond up six people. I've got him just to get to nine assists. He fouls out uh, pretty early on in the fourth quarter with seven assists. I mean, it's just classic. It's classic. Um, so, yeah, two, two. You know, I, I guess that's where I was wrong. I was saying Suns in five, but. Look, the Pelicans took the Suns to six. Um, that was obviously without Booker, too. I guess the Mavs, who are better, certainly, than the Pelicans could take them to six or hell, even seven. Uh, look, if the Mavs take this game tonight, oh, boy. Uh, you know, then things will start getting really hairy. But I think, it, personally, the Suns get it done and eventually take the series, whether it be in Phoenix and then in Dallas or if it's pushed to seven. I think it all hinges on a win here defending at home in Phoenix tonight on a Tuesday. Uh, CP3 needs a point guard night. And Devin Booker's got to, he might still be banged up, but he's got to give a little bit more. He's playing solid, but we'd like to see him uh, back at that all-star level or maybe even that killer level, right? Even one notch above that uh, pivotal game five tonight. Where Dylan was right, Memphis, overrated. Warriors rolling them at the Chase Center. Swept them there. Chase Center come from behind victory last night. And I guess I'll stick with my prediction from last week in Warriors in five. But this Grizzlies without John Morant thing is not inconsequential. You've got the best performance defensively of the playoffs last night. They they had all that, that game all but one on the road at the Chase Center. And look, Steph finally got hot towards the end. Dylan Brooks had a brutal game. Uh, Jaron Jackson didn't play that well. Uh, you know, the defense certainly helps, but. Then you lose that scorer, which Ja could bring, but sacrifice for defenses. So, look, Ja's probably, I don't know, I would assume he's going to be out, and that actually would cause me to lean that Memphis might take that at home without Ja. I mean, good Lord, that was the 
best performance, I would say, defensively, I, I would say overall. I mean, they just looked like they, they weren't afraid of Golden State at their place. Uh, they, they could have really flipped the series or at least made it, uh, you know, certainly more interesting if they had one last night. But I think, you know, it's just overpowering. The Grizzlies, uh, regular season darlings, Warriors just a bit better. Looking ahead, I think the Warriors don't really match up well with uh, the Suns because, I mean, Wiggins, when Thompson's not playing well, and then you have to lean on Andrew Wiggins and Draymond, it's an older shell of itself. It all revolves around Curry, and as you saw, Curry caught fire towards the end of that. Uh, game last night they end up pulling it out at home do not cover it was an astronomical spread without Morant um, but they were in control that game throughout you know that was an easy no sweat cover as everyone their mother was on the Warriors they were afraid of the number they're playing team total they're playing Warriors third quarter no there was it was basically Warriors second half did cash but uh, it was uh, Memphis controlling that cover against the number throughout the game um, you know, again, the Warriors, I don't think match up well with the Suns. The Suns have three guys they can go to Paul, Aiton, Booker, uh, who are all all stars playing at their best, right? And then Booker, Paul could take it to that next level. DeAndre's just kind of, you know, the guy that's going to impact the game defensively and offensively, but you know, he's not doing too much offensively, right? But they don't need him to do that, uh, as, as opposed to the Warriors, where it's literally Steph or die. And so far, it's been great for the Warriors. I mean, they've had a relatively easy path here, um, and they're probably going to have a relatively easy path to the Western Conference Finals, if you would assume so. Uh, they take care of business eventually in the series. And then who knows if that game goes to seven, uh, that series goes to seven between Dallas and Phoenix, and maybe you catch a break there with some rest. Uh, this is a wash, you know, uh, but so to come first full circle on that point, Say the Suns move on. I think they match up well with the Warriors. I mean, that's I basically said that was going to be the Western Conference Finals from the beginning of the playoffs. And, you know, the Suns has been my prediction all the way back from January to take down the title. Still confident in the Suns. We'll see how it is tonight. They're so public tonight, but we'll see. Both public sides got it done uh, last night as uh yeah, that, that's kind of the the wash as we get to here. But if the Mavs somehow pull that victory out in that series, then advantage Warriors. You know, it's literally just going to be Steph versus Luka. Luka has no one else he can go to. Brunson, uh, you know, he's not exactly the best second guy in command. Spencer didn't win. He's fine. But, yeah, the Warriors would be well. It, it would be such an easy path to the finals if they ended up having the Mavericks there waiting for him. Okay, so here's where the, it's kind of a wash where I said this Heat series was going to depend on a beat. Comes back, and he's making an incredible immediate difference. He's told he's making Bam on a bio look scared. Uh, he's impacting offensively, defensively. Jimmy Butler's the best playoff performer right now by far, but he's all alone. Hero's not been playing well. Duncan Robinson has gone missing. He hasn't, after torching the Hawks, he hasn't even sniffed the floor against the 76ers. They've been shooting abysmally without him. Uh, you know, is that a heat culture thing? Is he scared? He's doing a podcast throughout the season on the side. Uh, you know, is his heart really in the game? He got all that money. Now all of a sudden he's getting benched in the, in a pretty crucial series in the biggest spot. You're paying him all that money to a guy that was undrafted. Um, you know, you know, the whole story is he was a walk on, he's going to junior college. Nobody really looking at him. He gets all this money. And now he's not even seeing the floor. What's Coach Spo doing? 
Uh, he culture, is he going to come out? Are they going to be able to, well, first of all, is James Harding going to be able to stay out of the strip club right back to South beach? Can he do it? He's looked like a different person in Philly. Um, can the heat defend home court? Uh, I like to believe that the heat can do so tonight. Again, they're the public side. We'll see. Um, but it's certainly gotten a lot interesting with Embiid back and the heat looked like they were going to roll to a sweep all of a sudden. Seems to be a little bit more on edge after dropping back-to-back games. Uh, look, you know, if Philly steals this one and all of a sudden they're going back to their place, uh, you know, a lot could happen tonight. That's interesting. Last thing here on the NBA playoffs before we flip to the Stanley Cup playoffs where Dylan was right. I said 2-2, heading back to Boston. That's exactly where we are. Jason Tatum playing like Jekyll and Hyde, kind of like CP3. He's here one game. He's off the next. Jalen Brown. Al Horford's getting all the shine from this series, right? But Tatum had a fantastic game last night, and uh, Boston pulls it out. 2-2, coming back to Boston. Uh, Look, I I think it's going to be the Celtics. Giannis can't do it all by himself. Still no Middleton. We'll see if that status changes as we go throughout the week, as we've got, obviously, the Heat and 76ers here tonight on a Tuesday. The Suns, Game 5 with the Mavericks. And then we'll flip back to the other two series uh, for Wednesday evening's festivities. Stanley Cup playoffs have been fantastic. Colorado, where Dylan was right, totally overwhelming. Sweep the lowly Predators right out of Nashville. Um, And now they get to sit and wait because all these other series are locked at two games apiece. It's nuts. Uh, The Stanley Cup playoffs has been fantastic. Uh, We're also, Dylan was right, Panthers in some trouble. NHL playoffs, I mean, there's still a lot of way to go, uh, right, with all these series being locked. Anything can happen tonight and tomorrow night in some pivotal game fives. But the Panthers certainly looking to some trouble. They barely got back to a series tie there on the road in OT. Uh, the Avs sweep the Preds, as aforementioned, wild in some trouble, 2-2. Look, I kind of like all road teams tonight, and here's a little bit why. Well, first of all, every the public's all over the home favorites here. Um, you know, I, I, I've been saying the last two weeks, the wild have not won a playoff series on home ice advantage. I think they lose tonight. I think the blues get it done tonight. Classic Minneapolis choke job over in St. Uh, Paul, the twin cities choke job, right? Toronto in some trouble Two two. You think they're going to get it done at home after they blew a three, one lead to, uh, the Canadians last year. I like Tampa tonight, the back-to-back champs, uh, certainly looking good. Look, I mean, that's a ball of a series. That's that's crazy. You've got Austin Matthews, who arguably had the best year uh, on ice. And then you've got arguably the team of the decade in the Lightning, still with so many of those guys that have won the last two Cups. And I think they've got Toronto right where they want them, 2-2, as it heads back to Toronto tonight. And I like the Lightning. Um, Edmonton in some trouble. 2-2, 2-2, back to Edmonton, Connor McDavid, clearly one of the best players on the ice in the NHL. And all of a sudden, I don't think Edmonton likes where they're at. 2-2 heading back home with kind of overhanging. Look, you know, it's almost like they're set up to fail. All the pressure's on them. Kings are playing free. They weren't supposed to be here. They were a surprise team. Uh, I like the Kings tonight. And uh, where Dylan was right, Pittsburgh to take the series. 3-1 right now, Shesterkin. Uh, Shesterkin. Uh, feel bad for him. Dude was probably the best goalie all season long. And now he's got the yips. Uh, you know, he's letting in six goals. He's letting in four goals, four goals. Pittsburgh has won a Stanley cup. They've got Sid, the kid, uh, veteran bunch, veteran coach. 
uh, you know, Pittsburgh to take that series. They have a commanding 3-1 lead, and I think they get it done. Um, just what I mentioned, uh, I think all four road teams have a chance tonight, and that's where I was like, hey, I was questioning, should I be worried about the Canes? My preseason NHL future, 13-1. to um, They win both at home. Okay, sitting great. I'm thinking, all right, guess we're all set. Uh, I did take Boston that first game. It's kind of like a hedge. So I guess I'm down 25 bucks. Now all of a sudden Boston takes both in Boston. And I'm asking again, should I take Boston tonight? Because uh, I'm starting to get a little worried now about the Carolina Hurricanes. Boston, you know, if that if they went tonight and that's going back to Beantown, uh, see you later. That preseason future, I'll tell you that much. Um, but, you know, all Boston has to do is win tonight or in game seven. Uh, and you know, that's all of a sudden see a Canes. Uh, so I'm a little bit worried recording this here, just as we're about to hit noon. And as of right now, I think I'm still just going to hope that the Canes get it done tonight. Uh, we'll see stars also making me sweat. Shout out Dallas, Dallas having a nice playoff week as, uh, well, Dallas could have had a commanding lead. The flames came back, got it done. Finally showed me something last night. Uh, they even up the series again. That was my pre playoffs uh, future bet plus 700, seven to one. Um, but two, two against the stars who are a spunky bunch. They're always fighting. They're a defensive team. They're tough at home. Uh, and the flames did get it done. We'll see who gets it done in the series wide open in the Stanley cup playoffs as a bunch of one seeds getting taken uh, to at least game six. Uh, Corbett's Corner here on a Tuesday, winging and out tomorrow night. Core trades next week with special guest Evan Scales. Hey, I crushed Mother's Day, by the way. You know, first time I literally, uh, you know, went out of my way other than just getting my name thrown on the card to like pick something out for my mom. Boom, mother-in-law. Double dip with my friends at My Custom Heart. I crushed it. I was the talk of the town. It wasn't Mother's Day. It was Dylan's Day because I had such a great gift for both of them. Uh, I love the product. I've gotten it for Kelsey now. I've gotten it for all the women in my life. Uh, great stuff. I got some different products this time, too. The truffles were fantastic. Got some more jewelry, which is exquisite as always, uh, as long as you use promo code Dylan, D-Y-L-A-N, at checkout. Crazy deal. I mean, they've got exquisite, expensive stuff there, uh, all for you to buy and buy on discount because you were a... a uh, devotee, a follower here of the Dylan Corbett Podcast Network. So thanks to my friends at My Custom Heart hooking you guys up. Uh, promo code Dylan. Uh, and again, if you didn't get something for Mother's Day, that's fine. We like just letting you know these are the guys for whenever you do want to step up to the plate and uh, revolutionize your gift-giving experience there uh, for that special someone, whoever it is. You know, I crushed it with my wife, crushed it with the moms. They help you do everything. That's my custom heart, promo code Dylan at checkout. All right, we'll talk to you later this week.